You're listening to Consider This, episode 281, for February 17th, 2020. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever, wherever, and whoever you are. You've made it to this award-winning podcast of conservative commentary in 10 minutes or less. Thanks for making it to Consider This. I'm Doug Payton, the one thanking you and the only guy you'll hear, at least this time. Well, except if you call in to 267-CALL-CT0, and then we'll hear you too. Let me hear what you think so we can get your voice and opinions here as well. Other ways to get in touch are at the website considerthis.ctpodcasting.com. That's CT as in Congressional Trillions. A faint hope for an actual federal budget cut, how many Democrats would vote for a socialist, and the U.S. leads in reduction in CO2 emissions. That's coming up. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the new likers of the Facebook page. Hello to Jay Beliveau, Kelly Keitzer, Aaron Heeren, and Aaron Huddleston. Uh, by the way, that third one is Aaron, and the last one's Aaron. Just, just want to clear that up. You incredibly smart people will now see articles and political cartoons I post there between episodes, where you can comment on them and share them. Thanks for joining us. The federal debt just keeps going up, and it's kept that trajectory of getting higher, faster, through the Trump years. I've brought that up a number of times on this show, hoping that Someday we could get a president who would at least try to change that trajectory. Well, hope no more. The budget, as submitted to the House by the Trump administration, seeks to cut over $4 trillion from the budget. Yes, yes, you heard that right. $4 trillion of actual cuts over 10 years. Not just reduction in the rates of growth, which is what your typical D.C. cut looks like. Will this pass? Not a chance. The budget as it comes from the president never passes, and it's often dead on arrival unless his party controls both chambers of Congress. Even then, there are a lot of Congress folk that have their pet projects that they can't be seen cutting or they may lose re-election. See, as I've also said before, D.C. won't cut the budget until we let them. If we won't support our own representatives when they try to be fiscally responsible, they won't be. But at least Trump has gone out on a limb and shown how he would do it. Now, it's true that some of the cuts come from entitlements, but I think it's been a while since I said this, so a little reminder. If we shut down the government completely, the military, the State Department, all the departments and cabinet positions, the entire Congress, everything, but only kept our promises, that is to say entitlements, Social Security, Medicare and Medicaid, and the pensions of everyone we've laid off, we would still run a deficit. If taxes stayed the same, but government was gone except for the monetary promises made by that government, we would still be borrowing to pay for it. So if you think a trillion dollars a year is too much debt, but you also think we should never touch entitlements, uh, with apologies to that game show, you aren't smarter than a fifth grader. A new Gallup poll, released Tuesday the 11th, found that 76% of Democrats 
would vote for a socialist for president. What? The International Energy Agency, the IEA, released its report on global CO2 emissions in 2019, back on the 11th. Here's what it said about the United States. The United States saw the largest decline in energy-related CO2 emissions in 2019 on a country basis. A fall of 140 megatons, or 2.9%, to 4.8 gigatons. U.S. emissions are now down almost one gigaton from their peak in the year 2000, the largest absolute decline by any country over that period. Now, it's not going to be a big surprise that we had the largest absolute decline in carbon emissions, since we, as a country, are one of the biggest users of carbon in the world. However, just remember that we've left the Paris Accords, and still, somehow, without a piece of paper to tell us, we are posting big declines in our carbon output. And we have, as the report noted, been doing so since 2000. This will no doubt come as a surprise to AOC with her Green New Deal, and Greta Thunberg with her scolding of the U.S. Ignored in all of this are China and India, who put more carbon into the air and plastic into the ocean than we do, and in the case of plastic, we aren't even on the map compared to them. But hey, aim your darts at a country making great strides toward your goal, rather than those ignoring it. Hi, everybody. I'm Brian Kilmeade from Fox and Friends and the Brian Kilmeade Show. You're listening to 10 Minutes or Less, conservative podcast. Consider this. On a more personal note, I got to tell you about an experience I had on Reddit recently. One of the subreddits I read is, no surprise, r slash podcasts. The other day, someone wrote a post with the title, quote, Looking for podcasts where only the host explains something, be it science, technology, physics, history, politics, or anything, close quote. In the body of the post, he explained that he was specifically not looking for an interview or conversational format, just one person. Recognizing this as an opportunity for self-promotion, I just replied, Consider this conservative commentary in 10 minutes or less. Short and to the point. And except for a few interviews that I can count on one hand and not counting audio feedback, which I always appreciate, it's just me giving you my take on the events of the day. Understand that if you ask a question in a widely read subreddit, expect a boatload of answers, and indeed, that's what happened. Clearly, a lot of people recognize this as an opportunity for self-promotion, but apparently at least one reader of that post followed up and actually listened to an episode of mine. He replied, quote, Be forewarned, it is not an impartial podcast. Could be a tough listen. It's a conservative podcast for sure, close quote. My reply was, hence the subtitle. Now, I will say that he followed up and said he missed that. And when he listened, he must have missed where I said that in the show introduction. So no harm, no foul, just a little funny. And if you are the one that left that comment, hey, I'm glad you're here. And all I ask is that you consider this. Speaking of promotion, self or otherwise, let me encourage you to tell others about this podcast. I didn't even leave a link to the show on Reddit. I just mentioned the name and at least one person found it. 
I'd appreciate your help in getting the word out. And so let's get your voice on here letting me know your opinion on these or any topic. Remember, I want to hear what's happening in your neck of the woods regarding the presidential election. Let me know what you think are the big issues, the really good or really bad ads, and your predictions on who wins the Democratic primary in your state. To participate, call 267-CALL-CT0-267-225-5280. Or if you'd rather write me, send it to considerthis at ctpodcasting.com. Can't remember that right now? Or want even more ways to get in touch, including Facebook and Twitter? Easy. Point your browser at considerthis.ctpodcasting.com, where you'll find all that, as well as a transcript and links to everything I referred to. Thanks for listening, and whether or not you agree with me, thanks so much for taking the time to consider this. <laughs>